Welcome to Faked, an original podcast highlighting the underground world of counterfeit illegal items around the world and how to spot them. Whether you're traveling the world or buying online, Faked will be your guide. With your host, Joseph Rowan, you'll explore the many ways counterfeiters can pull off disguising everyday consumer items as the genuine good. Howdy, partner. Welcome to the Deep South Deep Fake. We've got all your deep fake needs. Y'all want to see your Aunt Mabel's face on the local Democratic leader's body? Oh, we can do that. Maybe a little something a little more nefarious. Like blackmailing your least favorite in-laws by placing their ugly mug over some footage of somebody robbing the local Bob Evans? We got that too. Whatever you may need, we got it. We got a team of three behind some of the finest Windows computers you've ever done see. So tell them Ricky sent ya. Or if you've seen our commercials of me, tell them that weird looking Sarah Jessica Parker sent ya. I'll see ya. What is going on everybody? Welcome back to Faked. As you could tell from that commercial there, we are going to be talking about deep fakes. And if you're not familiar with it, we're actually going to be talking about the history of deep fakes because it's actually not very uh, long ago. You know, this kind of technology is pretty new. I think it dates back to like 2017. I think it's been used before that, but it coined the word deep fake in 2017. So you guys have, you know, been on the Internet. That's nothing new. Um, and you're used to being lied to essentially, you know, surprise, surprise, everything on the internet's not real, um, is the, you know, quote there. So let's talk about deep fakes. Let's, let's get into it. Deep fake technology is pretty much 99%, um, nefarious or used to make false, uh, you know, stirrings. Okay. It kind of, you know, sways towards that fake news because, Essentially, it's putting somebody's face over another face, um, you know, or another body or another action going on to mimic um, that original you know, subject on top of something else doing something else. So, so ideally, it's, it's to make you think this person did something that they may not have. And deep voice is also getting, you know, pretty crazy because they're doing a really, really good sampling of voices and they're able to make people say things that they did not say, which is, you know, obviously super dangerous. Obviously, it's, it's fun too, you know, but 1% of them are using it for fun. The rest is going to be for nefarious um, election winning in other countries. It's going to be used for um, he said, she said kind of stuff. So um, you may have seen fake videos um, which have featured subjects like uh, Donald Trump, Barack Obama, Mark Zuckerberg, et cetera, et cetera. I think Putin, Biden, everybody, pretty much anybody who whose voice matters They've been deep faked. I think there's somebody on TikTok right now doing like Tom Cruise, which that's that one percenter because it's not really hurting anybody. And, you know, it's, they're doing it in good. Uh, they're doing it in a good light. You know, it's funny. So what exactly is a deep fake? We've we've talked about it already, but um, the word deep fake actually combines the concept of deep learning with um, something that is fake. So deep fakes are a form of artificial intelligence. So it's actually not as easy as that commercial I had would say. You know, that's not just people behind a Windows 98 computer. These are people 
running algorithms. These are people doctoring images and, you know, things like that and sounds. So it actually requires a lot of back work. There's not really an automated process at this point. Um, you kind of have to know what you're, you're doing, but I can see it evolving into an automated, very, very easy thing to do. And that's where there needs to be some sort of um, reliability on whether legislation will jump in or if people just need to be really, really informed on the matter to determine whether it's fake or not. So um, deep fakes are a form of artificial intelligence, okay? And it's a combination of doctors, Im- doctored images and sounds put together with machine learning algorithms. So deep fake technology manipulates media by creating people that don't exist or by making it appear that real people are saying and doing things they didn't say or do. Okay, the term first became popular in 2017 after a Reddit user called himself deepfakes and shared doctored pornographic videos. How? He face-swapped celebrity faces onto other people's bodies by manipulating Google's open-source deep learning technology. Now you can see why this would be dangerous. Okay, it's slander against uh, people who who just have a face and they put it over a body and suddenly you've got a whole separate scenario, which, you know, if you're looking at pornographic stuff, that is extremely dangerous for somebody's character. Okay. Audio deep fakes are another form of deception. So here's how that works. Deep fake machine learning and synthesizing technology creates what are known as voice skins or clones that enable someone to pose as a prominent figure. An audio deepfake scam is designed to make you believe the voice on the other line is someone you know, like your boss or a client, so then you'll take action like sending money, doing things, giving information, that kind of stuff. So very dangerous. You know, there's more implications for danger than there is for um, enjoyment or entertainment. So how do deepfakes work? Okay, to spot deepfakes, um, it really helps to know how they work, Okay. So one method is through GAN, which is short for Generative Adverse Adversarial Network, uh, which engages in face generation. So GAN uses a set of algorithms to train itself to recognize patterns. This training helps it learn real characteristics to be able to produce fake images. So there are also um, artificial intelligent algorithms uh, known as encoders that are used to face swap and face replace um, in this technology. So this involves running thousands of face shots of two different people through encoder to find their similarities. A decoder or second AI algorithm then retrieves and swaps these face images to en- enable somebody's real face to be superimposed over another person's body. So this happens a lot. You've seen this in movies um, like Paul Walker, I believe in the end of one, well, it was the one that they made after he died or during when he died. They did like an homage to him. And they actually, I believe, used his face over his brother's. So his brother's body was in it, but they put his face over it. You've seen this with like a lot of uh, kids in movies. Like if, let's say it's Vince Vaughn, for one. And it shows him when he's younger. And they usually just like throw his face over it. And that's that's what it is. So it's deep faked over them. It's mapped to their face it makes it look super real, okay? So what is the purpose of a deep fake? We've talked about it's mostly nefarious uh, components, but 
The purpose of deepfakes is to use fake content to influence viewers and listeners into believing something happened that did not. Deepfakes are often used to spread misinformation and for other malicious purposes. So here's kind of a list of some of them. So phishing scams, data breaches, hoaxes, celebrity pornography, reputation smearing, election manipulation, social engineering, automated disinformation attacks, identity theft, financial fraud, and blackmail. So blackmailers uh, claim the release of fake but damaging video uh, if you don't give them money or something else of value. So again, way, way more dangerous than you know we could even imagine. Okay, can you spot deep fake videos? If you're just watching something online, can you um, can you tell if it's real or are we too far gone at this point? So if you're watching a deep fake video or listening to deep fake audio, how do we know if it's real? Okay. As the detection technology advances, so will the quality of deep fake technology. That's something we've continually learned on this program uh, is that once we find countermeasures, they've probably already, you know, developed some other way to do so. So we have to fight AI with AI because AI is going to be much more accurate and much more because uh, we're, we're trusting people, you know, humans are trusting. They want to assume things are real that, you know, it's, it's kind of in their best interest to do so. But with things like this, we need AI helping us out. So, all right. So we are going to go over about 15 different ways to spot deep fake videos. I think it warranted this many because of how difficult it is. Okay. Um, you can look at like soft biometrics on people. So like how a person speaks, okay? Along with other qualities and videos to um, kind of help foster uh, deep fake detection. So soft biometrics are kind of what we look at somebody's face on a day-to-day basis. Does it look normal? Does it sound normal? Does it match? You know, there's different qualities to a person's face that, you know, the FBI and CAA uses when they're looking at facial patterns and things like that. So becoming more attuned to, you know, paying attention to some of those soft biometrics to a face. So let's go over these unnatural eye movement for one. Uh, eye movements uh, that do not look natural or, or even a lack of eye movement, um, such as an absence of blinking, those are red flags. It's something that your brain kind of fills in though, because it's not something you think about. So it's challenging to replicate the act of blinking in a way that looks natural. It's also challenging to replicate a a real person's eye movements. As you've seen from most video games and things like that, they have to actually track the eyes because before tracking in video games, man, was it bad. You know, there wasn't much with the eyes in video games. Um, So that becomes someone's eyes uh, usually follow the person that they're talking to. So So you can always look at that. You know, how is it looking at the subject? Next up is unnatural facial expressions. When something doesn't look right about a face, it could signal uh, facial morphing. So this occurs when a simple stitch of one image has been done over another. So just looking at the facial expressions, do they match up to the context? Okay, because that's something that automation is not going to be able to determine. So Next up is awkward facial featuring position. If someone's face is pointing one way and their noise or their nose is kind of pointing another, you know, that's unless they got some you know, like rhinoplasty that was real weird uh, to where their no- nose is like pointing in one direction. Um, 
you should be pretty skeptical about that video's authenticity, okay? A lack of emotion. Um, you know, some people don't show emotion at all, but that's if you know that person. Maybe you'll know that, hey, you know, that person doesn't show a lot of emotion. You know, it's like the lead girl from, I don't remember, uh, what's that, that vampire movie, whatever her name is. Anyways, she doesn't show a lot of emotion. That's just something that comes with it. So, you also can uh, spot facial morphing or image stitches if someone's face doesn't seem to exhibit the emotion that they that should go along with uh, what they're supposedly saying. So if they're excited about something, there's going to be an excitement, okay? And as far as AI goes, that's going to be really hard to emulate, you know? That is contextually based. So next is an awkward looking body or posture. So another sign is if a person's body shape doesn't look natural. <laughs> and I know there's a lot of body shapes out there that simply don't look natural, uh, or there is awkward or inconsistent positioning of the head and body. This may be one of the easier inconsistencies to spot because deep fake technology usually focuses on the facial features rather than the entire body. So that might be the easier of all of these because that's a lot of surface area to cover. Okay, the face is only so big, and there's only so many things that need to be moved, but but large movements on a arm and things like that, that's going to be really hard to fake, at least now. You know, maybe in the future, that'll be something they look more into. Okay, uh, to go along with it, it's unnatural body movement. Okay, if someone looks distorted or off when they turn to the side or move their head, um, or like their movements are jerky and disjointed from one frame to the next, you should probably, you know, assume that one's fake. Okay, uh, it kind of like the horror movies, you know, where they, they always de- depict the ghosts and stuff as being real uh, jaggedy and things like that. The unnatural body movement, that's kind of, uh, you know, something like that. Like the ring, you know, that little girl crawling. Oh, God, that's such a creepy, creepy, unnatural <laughs> section of that movie. So unnatural coloring, okay? Abnormal skin tone, discoloration, weird lighting, misplaced shadows. These are all things... Um, that you should be looking for to prove whether something's fake or real. That should all match up. Like if there's even question about it, you should really, really look into it because very few times we would take a photo and you'll be like, oh my God, that's, that's really interesting. Like look at that coloring or blah, 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 blah. Cause you know, it's real. So uh, another thing, and this is, this has always been something that's hard to emulate is hair that just doesn't look real. Okay. You won't see frizzy or flyaway hair because fake images won't be able to generate these individual characteristics. And as 3D or CGI increases, it might be something that they'll be able to auto-generate. But as of now, um, that requires so much more work to do and maybe even not great reward in the end because it still could look fake. There's plenty of examples of the uncanny valley when we're talking about realism in CGI that looks just bad and fake, even though it's supposed to be looking real. So... All right, um, teeth that don't look real. Okay, algorithms may not be able to generate individual teeth, so an absence of or an absence of outlines or individual teeth could also be a clue. So, looking at the the real close up stuff, maybe just examining parts or quadrants of the face is going to help you determine what's going on with this. All right, so uh, blurring or misalignment. Uh, if the edges are of the image are blurry or visuals are kind of misaligned, for example, where someone's face and neck meet their body, you'll kind of know something's crazy. So if you look at you know where the face is and the neck, 
they should align perfectly. There should, because if it's, a, if it's a real person, that's how the body works. That's anatomy. But if it's fake, they're not taking into consideration, you know, the creation of a human body. So inconsistent noise or audio. Deep fake creators usually spend more time on the video images rather than the actual audio. So the result can you know, result in poor lip syncing, robotic sounding voices, strange word pronunciation, kind of like me all the time, uh, digital background noise, or even the absence of audio altogether. Okay. You should be wary of something with no audio because most things include it, especially if it's a video. So, um, images that look unnatural when slowed down. If you watch a video on a screen that's larger than your smartphone or have video editing software, you can actually slow down a video's playback. You can zoom in and examine images more closely. Zooming in on the lips, for example, will help you see if they're really talking or if it's just bad lip syncing. That's another thing is just a, you know, hone in on the mouth. Can't, can't fake it. You just can't as of now, you just can't. So, um, let's see. There's another one. It's called hashtag discrepancies. Um, there's a cryptogra- cryptographic. See, uh, how do you know I'm not fake? I'm my bad pronunciation is ridiculous. There's a cryptographic algorithm that helps video creators show that their Im- uh, that their videos are authentic. Okay, so the algorithm is used to insert hashtags at certain places throughout a video. If the hashtag just change, then you should suspect that the video has been manipulated. So. It's kind of a way to determine and make something yours. Um, here's another kind of thing um, that's important. It shows kind of chain of custody, shows if something's authentic. These are becoming more popular. So NFTs is kind of like, it's, it's a non-fungible token. That's something that's very important now. It's, it's actually protecting digital art. So di- digital fingerprints or blockchain technology can also create these um, fingerprints for videos. So... It's not foolproof, but um, blockchain-based verification can help establish a video's authenticity. So here's how it works. When a video is created, the content is registered to a ledger that can't be changed. This technology can help prove the authenticity of a video. So that's very important because much like other things can be fake, it's much like um, like a credit card, okay? So when you spend money on your credit card, that actually goes blockchain style back to that credit card company and they are verifying that it's real money coming out of your account and it's not just fake money you know being coming out of nowhere because that's kind of what it is you know it's just like fake fake money being uh passed over digital you know lines so that's very important is this blockchain technology will 100 rule the future um, and will absolutely help with these deep fake videos is you'll only go to the raw video that can be verified. So another thing, and this is something that um, we will probably get into in a whole nother thing is um, reverse image search. Okay. A search for an original image or a reverse image search with the help of a computer can unearth similar videos online to help determine if an image audio or video has been altered in any way. So Reverse video search technology is not publicly available yet. Investing in a tool like that could be helpful. So you can get some software out there that will do that for you. It'll find the original video and then you can, hey, this is it. doesn't have this person's face on it. So pretty crazy. Um, well, another thing is we can use technology to actually spot deep fakes. Okay. Uh, it's AI transparency and it protects people from 
people from deep fakes. So Twitter and Facebook, um, social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook have banned the use of malicious deep fakes. So that's pretty good. Google is working on a text to speech conversion tool to verify speakers. Uh, Adobe has a system that enables you to attach a sort of signature to your content that specifies the detail of its creation. Adobe also is developing a tool to determine if a facial image have you know has been manipulated because most of these happen in Adobe like so why wouldn't they you know come up with the fix on the end there so researchers at the University of Southern California and University of California Berkeley um, a notable push is being led by university researchers to develop new detection technologies so using machine learning technology that examines soft biometrics like facial quirks and how a person speaks They've been able to detect deepfakes with 92 to 96% accuracy. So that is awesome. And if that becomes publicly available, you know, that will really, really push down, you know, the cybersecurity issues there. All right. So deepfake detection challenge. Organizations like the DFDC are incentivizing solutions for deepfake detection by fostering innovation through collaboration. So the DFDC is sharing a database of 124,000 videos that feature eight algorithms for facial modification. So they're putting the, they're crowdsourcing this, they're putting the um, software out there for people on a large scale to come up with these ways to actually, you know, combat this. So Deep Trace is another one. So it's an Amsterdam-based startup firm and it's developing automated deep fake detection tools to perform background scans of audiovisual media similar to like a deep fake antivirus. So that's that's interesting because you know that's something we see on you know like missing text, misleading on Facebook. So that's that's going to be kind of something that I think will follow around videos and I think will follow around images and audio. It'll say something like hey this deep trace has been verified. This is real or questionable. So, you know, while it's good to learn all of these individual characteristics of how to detect fake videos and stuff, I think with technology evolving, we're going to have some sort of accountability. And that's great to hear because um, we live in an era of misinformation. It's just easy as that. So guys, that's deep fakes. Um, actually coming up here, I'm going to be putting out a website So it's going to be fakdpodcast.com, and that will include some articles that I've written just to give you some visuals to this. Um, You can follow us on Facebook. You can follow us on Instagram. I do post some stuff there, but basically it's, I have those available so people can converse with me. You know, I would like to hear from you. Um, I'm going to be trying to do my first podcast featuring a guest here shortly, um, I reached out to somebody on Reddit and I'm excited to get that done. That will be kind of an, a new venue is to get some other guests on here so we can actually hear from professionals. You know, I'm this is a passion of mine, but I'm in no way a professional on the matter. So guys, remember uh, with faked items, there are those who produce them, those who purchase them and those that listen to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next audio representation. Bye.